0: Hello character arc listeners. Welcome to our monthly Dungeons and Dragons we're play ready. podcast. We're <laughs> ready. Damn
1: it.
0: <laughs> just right out the bat there. Oh. You were saying. You were saying?
2: Please do continue.
0: I'm debating whether I should start again or just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Dungeon Master Richard Bertelson, and joining me today is Nick Slick. You did me first. You weren't kidding. Mendel Sands. (laughs) Also joining me, Abby Bryington.
2: Alabaster Chernobyl, the best, the mightiest, an absolute unit, yet the most humble, (laughs) Dragonborn (laughs) Paladin.
0: And also, also joining me, Ted
3: Hong. As Doug Saucepots, ex-Shadowhand, now needing to recover from an embarrassing death. (laughs) <laughs> and claiming the uh, the final totem. It was pretty embarrassing. It was... I, was, I was not there. Oh. But I
0: was there afterwards, and you looked very disheveled. Yeah, disheveled is the word. Quite dead indeed. All right, guys. So previously... At Lord Commander Richter's birthday bash, Mendel learned that High Century Carrick had tried to poison Richter. Mendel held the line and convinced the paladins to keep him alive and ally with the Drow Legion who just arrived with Thadric. Doug and Alabaster followed Squeaks down into the cellar, where they found a portal to the prison realm of Pandemonium. It was in this damned place that they found the fallen angel Zariel clawing her way out of captivity, but Percival appeared. He forced some mysterious great power out of Copernicus in order to kill Zariel, and appear as his true form, Baal, the self-proclaimed King of Hell. Baal's devastating power nearly led to the death of our adventurers, but Doug sent Squeaks up to retrieve Mendel, who quickly rushed down and retrieved an unconscious Copernicus. Richter bought our hero some time by casting Banish on the Demon Lord. However, with Baal's army rushing forth, it seemed unlikely Richter would be able to concentrate on the spell for long. As our heroes escaped and rushed off towards their ship, the Sea Monkey, they saw blood rain from the sky and fissures tear the city apart. And that, my friends, is where we are. You guys do know that Thedric has told you that you must go find the third totem. He said that this was located up in the mountains to the north he said the dwarves had found it. So you guys can reasonably assume you have to go up to where the dwarves live, which shouldn't be that hard. You all live on this continent. You know where the dwarves are headed. But first, the city is ripping itself to shreds. So our party does make it to the Sea Monkey. Copernicus was lay on hands, so is not dead. But Copernicus is still out of it. Copernicus cannot seem to fly or use magic, but is alive. So when you guys jump on the Sea Monkey and you look back, the city is... The sky is black and red is raining down. Uh, the ground is opening up and s- uh, buildings are collapsing into the earth. But you guys jump on the sea monkey. Jeff gets out his whip and whips the crew into shape. And
2: <laughs> they, they
0: all... You're they, my boy, Jeff. You guys <laughs> all... Kill him, Jeff. You're my boy. You guys set sail north. Uh, you take the lake. It is a somber moment, I take it. Ash is raining from the sky. Uh, You take the boat to the northern shore of the lake, but the lake is not going to get you to the mountains, nor is there a river passage that heads up to where you guys are going, which you guys know is called the Stoneward Mountains. And so you guys end up disembarking the ship and heading north on foot. Some world building. The world is not collapsing in the way that the city was, the center of this sort of rising of hell on earth. However, you guys do notice that over the days of your journey walking northward, it does get hotter and warmer, hotter and warmer. That's right. <laughs> it, does, it, does get, it does get hotter and more arid, and it's definitely an unusual, almost like a desert heat, but you're not in a desert. And But over the course of a couple of days, you do start to notice that some of the greenery, some of the, the shrubs and the grass and the plants start to yellow a little bit and start to climate change. It... Can Mendel look around to see if he can make a... A fruity drink with an umbrella.
2: Wait, are we in Florida? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the Mindel, hell
0: what I would say is that you're probably the most uncomfortable between the demon and the dragon. <laughs> but uh sure you can roll uh you can roll an investigation check and see if you find some kind of fruit. <laughs> it's gonna be a seven. Seven. <laughs> a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> no, you find um you find an apple, but it's already kind of burning and, like, wilting from the heat as it grows. Mendel kind of, like, picks it up and, like, shows it to Squeaks, like, huh? Eh? You think this will work? Squeak just throws it off of your shoulder. <laughs> <corner. laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Um, Doug, did you, were you about to add something? Or you oh, go?
3: no, I was just making a comment. This is fantastic weather we're having. What? <laughs>
0: Alabaster and Doug have a cinderball fight. Um, (laughs) Mendel takes damage. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, I don't approve of this activity. I will say that at one point you guys... Mendel throws balls back at them. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that at one point you guys do presumably make camp, I mean, probably several times in your journey, but the reason why I'm drawing attention to this one is because I'm going to remind Mendel that at the end of the last session he said that... He can't wait to be able to cast a ritual. He wanted to speak with animals.
3: And it would take a long time. It would be good because he... All right. Squeaks saw some things that can't I do need scene. to know what you do for the ritual, though, in great detail.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> what Mendel does is he, he puts Squeaks down on a log. He says, okay, little buddy, this is going to be a little weird. But afterwards... We are going to be much closer together mm. as one. Oh. That was a bad explanation Squeaks. of how this is going to go. <laughs> Squeaks gives <laughs> you the <to> side eye.
3: <laughs> All the while Alabaster is just making those sounds,
1: just yeah. <laughs> like, oh. um, uh? can I can I forage uh, uh.
3: for
0: acorns? Sure, give me a nature or survival check. Um, that is a fifteen. You could definitely find some acorns. Yeah, I make a little circle of acorns around Squeaks. <laughs> stop it. Don't you eat one? Squeaks. Squeaks squeak, squeak, keep starting squeak. at it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I keep having to try to make it a perfect circle, um, and then I I crush one up and I sprinkle it over the top of his head. He just holds. He holds his both both claws up and his mouth open. <laughs> uh, and then I sit down in front of him in that like monk meditation pose, and I start humming. Home. For the entire amount of time that it takes to perform the ritual. (laughs) Alabaster starts throwing
2: rocks and pebbles (laughs) at this.
0: Mendel, roll an arcana check. It's going to be a 13. All right, Alabaster chucking rocks definitely kind of interrupts you a little bit. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) during my meditation, I pick one back up and throw it back in the direction it came from. (laughs) But it ultimately does work. Squeaks doesn't seem to change in any way, but Mendel, you kind of go into a little bit of a a higher state. Your vision is blurry on the edges. By the way, the spell does say that he can speak to the animals, so you guys aren't really involved in this. What you yeah, see yeah. is that Mendel is staring at a squirrel. Um, <laughs> Intently. <laughs> which I don't think is ne- necessarily that unusual. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Squeaks looks into Mendel's eyes and goes... Mendel.
1: <laughs> wow. Jesus.
0: <laughs> this was unexpected. But
3: all we are hearing are... <laughs> uh,
0: you know what? It makes a lot of sense. You are a very pal- powerful warrior. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> he he slaps your shoulder with a softball. This is actually much better than I could have ever hoped for. Uh, so, my little friend, where where did you go when you ran away? The little demon man told me to chase after the lady, so I did. When I first went down, it didn't go into that weird cave place that, that that you guys eventually saw. At first, it just took us to the forest. We went to where the elf man was, where you guys found me, remember? Oh, okay. So you went to that horrible cafeteria that served your brethren. <laughs> <laughs> that I ate several of them. Anyway, Squeaks, <laughs> Squeaks looks looks pensively into the distance. We call those the dark times. <laughs> Uh, Squeak spits. Mendel spits, too. (laughs) And she brought the little halfling girl to the elf man. The elf man pricked the halfling girl, and something about her blood being of ancient ancestry, and he used it to cast a powerful spell, which then took us to the cave place. And after that, Lilith seemed put off by going here. She She didn't seem to know that this is what his intent was, and she tried to stop him, but then... He killed her. Oh. I thought he was going to try to kill the halfling girl, so I ran up and bit his hands. But that's when he slapped me away, and my shelmet broke. No!
1: <laughs>
0: Squeaks! You know, the, the image of, of Squeaks being slapped just plays over and over in Mendel's head. Slow motion, fast motion. The rewind sound. If only I had been yeah. there. It was then that I, I heard Copernicus. And I knew that Doug and Alabaster were nearby, and they entered in. From there, the elf man killed the angel Zariel and turned into the big minotaur dude, and uh, uh, Doug sent me to go find you. Well, that is quite the little journey. Mendel starts to cry a little bit and hug
2: squeaks, <laughs> I thought I was never going to see you again. Copernicus is okay, so everything's alright. Mendel
0: is caught in crying for whatever the remainder of ten minutes is, because that's how long the spell lasts, and Squeaks just goes... After it's all done, Mendel kind of just gets up and starts, like, rubbing his eyes. <coughs> oh, when I was foraging, I must have found an onion patch. <laughs> Who's crying tears into my eyes? <laughs> Does Mendel want to discuss with you guys where what little gaps were filled in with the story, or... Squeaks, uh... Squeaks told me that that devil thing has
3: your sister. Well, shit. Doug turns around and stares off into the, the horizon. Uh,
0: Squeaks climbs onto Doug's shoulder and stares pensively into the distance. <laughs> Mendel walks up <laughs> behind them both and puts one hand on the other shoulder that Squeaks is not on and also stares out <laughs> into the distance.
2: <laughs> um, can I use lay on hands for Copernicus? Um, you... oh, of course. She doesn't join <laughs> the stare <moment. laughs>
1: Uh
0: Well,
3: you. So it's been you're a couple of days, hasn't it?
0: You're holding Copernicus, and, like, you you can try to do Lay on Hands again. Mm-hmm. Um, you did do Lay on Hands before, and I told you that Copernicus wasn't dead. Copernicus was stabilized, even possibly awake. Um, but roll me, roll me an Arcana check or an Insight check.
2: 17.
0: 17? Okay. So what you can tell is that Lay on Hands isn't doing more to revive Copernicus beyond just being alive, because the problem doesn't seem to be that, like, He's not physically hurt. Um, a power has been drained from him. The normal magical energy he has from being from the Feywild this just insane form of magic centered on him, it seems to be missing or either um, either entirely or so much so that he can't he can't do things like he normally does. He's so He's drained. He's drained, yeah. When the battery gets low on something <laughs> you you toss it out.
2: I'll never do that ever.
3: We should make haste.
2: I want to bring the ship with me. Me and Jeff can drag it. I yeah. You
0: it was <laughs> so Mendel looks right. over. Oh god, so Jeff's here. here. Jeff. Um
3: Where were you the whole time? Where
0: were you this whole time? Were you in the freezer again? Did we bring the freezer? Jeff looks up because you guys haven't spoken to him in 3 days. <laughs> 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 It's he, cool, and he's, he's okay. pulling the freezer. <laughs> I don't know why we had to bring this. <laughs> Jeff, it was just a joke. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, let's go of uh, let's go of the the freezer and throws a cinder ball at Mendel. You <laughs> rolled a nat twenty. Ow! I saved you that one time. <laughs> you, I allowed you to to pick me up. I could have done it myself, given enough time. <clears throat> He wanders over by the fire. He's like, oh, I can warm myself now. Mm. Jeff, I wouldn't get too close to the fire if I were you. Alabaster is known to eat fish, raw I, or cooked.
2: I am aroused by the smell of fish and <laughs> a, frog head. Of
0: warming fish.
2: <laughs> My nostrils are flaring.
0: Fire is raging a little too intensely because it is so hot out. And uh, Jeff's scales start to get a little crispy.
3: <laughs> Mendel also kind of starts to, like, sniff a little bit. <laughs> Alabaster
2: keeps sliding closer
1: to Jeff.
3: Doug. The- Sidles next to Jeff and puts his <laughs> arm around Jeff and tries to push him back away from Alabaster. I mean, <laughs> Jeff thinks you're going to hug him, so he
0: hugs you. Oh, it's like... <laughs> no. Doug, you hold him still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, anybody want to do anything else? Or are you going to move forward, like go to bed and move forward afterward? Or... Let's Mindle. set out at dawn. Day. Curls up with a wineskin and squeaks.
2: I'm sleeping. Like in he hammock. makes, he
0: makes squeaks like a little, little sleeping pack, like next to his, with a little, little, little tiny pillow that Mendel's been secretly sewing together. You want
3: to roll for it? Roll <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> some form of
0: sleight of hand. Sleight of hand.
3: Sleight of hand. A nat
0: twenty. <laughs> it is oh, the most beautiful, gorgeous, still- frankly, <laughs> the most beautiful tassels hand-stitched pillow <laughs> you have ever seen in your fucking life. <laughs>
3: My lord. And on one side, want- on this one is just- side it
0: says squeaks, and the other side is a stitched acorn. <laughs> squeaks nods, and he sniffs it like real unsure, like the way the squirrels do. But then he climbs in, and he looks up at Mendel and he goes, and he just keeps he just keeps doing his little chuckle, his little sound over and over, almost like he doesn't know that you can't understand him anymore. <laughs> Mendel goes, okay, I can't go to sleep if you're just gonna keep doing that. He pops him on the head like a like a snooze button
3: for your clock, like. It crushes him to sleep. (laughs) Go. Go to sleep.
2: Copernicus creeps over and deuces on the pillowcase. And and we'll move on, guys. No one else can top that.
3: Doug goes over and deuces on the pillow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a bigger deuce. Damn it.
0: Doug and Alabaster have a really nice, peaceful sleep. It's almost like when huskies are in winter for the first time. Because they, someone unfortunately made them live in Florida or some shit. <laughs> you realize are just so comfortable right now. It's just so nice. You sleep like a baby. Ew. Mendel, you're just tossing. You're just sweating. You're just sweating constantly. <laughs> just <Hello>. like- <laughs> He's in full armor.
3: (laughs) (laughs) it (laughs) has got to be ready.
0: But you guys do wake up at dawn and you set forth for the rest of the journey to the mountains. You guys reach the mountains. Like I said, it wouldn't be... You don't need to try to find whereabouts the dwarf town is. It's something that exists on maps. Um, You do know this place... Is a large, there's a very large opening <clears throat> with fancy ornate uh, dwarven carvings, and it will take you deep into a mountainous large cavern that has a city inside of it. Um, you guys head towards entering the mountain range about where you guys understand it to be, and you notice that the mountain range a, a heavy mist or fog sets over the mountain range and. As you guys go deeper and deeper into the mountain, you do start to see that the fog is changing colors. And Mendel and Squeak start to do their
3: disco fog (laughs) dance again. How rapidly does it change? Does it turn red, green, yellow, blue? It's not fast, no. (laughs) No strobing.
0: No strobing. No strobing. strobing. Squeak's rolled a five, so... He's trying to do it slower with the fog, but it's just not working for him.
1: <laughs>
0: he does remember the routine though. It's okay, sweet. <laughs> um, well, we'll we'll do it later and I'll I'll buy some fireworks. We'll do we'll work about we'll walk we'll walk out a finale. Ahead of you, the fog gets denser and denser. You guys can't really see your way that well anymore. And the fog turns a steadier instead of your green. You guys are kind of surrounded by green in all directions that you see, but it's it's a foggy mist that's kind of obscuring your vision no matter what anyway. Is anybody else seeing all green, or is something wrong
3: with my eyeballs? Can Oh, shit, I divine sense.
2: Sorry, Ted. What?
3: No, no, yeah, that's on the same page. Alabaster,
0: uh, you feel it's, you did use this when you guys were in the swamp, and I told you that there was a bunch of different heavens and hells all around you. It's not that crazy this time. You are feeling something from another plane of existence and it is directly in front of you but pretty far away and it's a little evil. It's not a bunch of different stuff like the fog before. It's it's one thing.
2: Where are you going, alabaster? Just straight towards the evil? You're not
1: going to you're not going to help us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> alabaster heads straight towards the evil.
3: <laughs> Her divine sense can definitely like a compass point her in the direction she needs to move, yes. Doug will jump onto Alabaster's back and ride her like Rocket does for Groot.
2: I run around in circles. Just giving him a fun little ride. Mendel just Yay. stares in
0: absolute Eagle. absolute <laughs> awe of what he is seeing in front of him. why? Why? <laughs> you guys run around in circles. Evil. Yay! <laughs> He, he, I just kind of like look over at Squeaks, and then back at you guys, and then at Squeaks, and then back at you guys. And then Mendel starts running around in circles, and <laughs> holding Squeaks up in the air. Like cats at night, just
2: streaking through the house.
0: It's like you're flying, little buddy.
3: It's like a secret code for the entrance.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but that unlocks something.
0: Oh, the running run in circles doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) But if you'd like to, quote unquote, (laughs) walk towards the evil, then.
2: (laughs) okay, we'll continue.
0: Bindle uh, Bindle put Squeaks back on his shoulders. (laughs) We'll we'll do that again. That was fun. So you guys move forward.
2: Doug, wrap your legs tighter around my waist.
3: Doug wraps tighter. (laughs)
0: Let's go. (laughs) Alabaster, roll me a perception check. 16. 16? All right. So you're running forward, and you you know well enough. You can sense it. You stop because you're about to hit a wall, but you stop before you hit it. Mendel, hits, flies the, M- it. Mendel hits the wall. Oh, <laughs> Ow! <laughs> what is this? The world just stops. We're at the end of the world? Somewhere coming from above you,
3: you hear...
4: Rumor has it, the end of the
1: earth... <laughs>
3: Doug dismounts off of... Mendel pulls out his hammer. <laughs> Ghost
1: <laughs>
2: Disembodied voices.
4: The end of the earth is a little way further. <laughs> Doug buries
1: his River face into his has. hands.
3: Oh, 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 God.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Mendel um, falls asleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can see it as kind of like a staff... From above you guys. And the fog doesn't really clear, but it it certainly loosens enough that you see
3: a Turtle. Tortle? <laughs> does it have two cannons on its shoulders?
1: A <laughs> does it, does it? Yeah. That's Green a or red? Tortoise? Tortoise. To- to- <laughs> <laughs> it's your choice. <toys>. This, is-
2: <laughs>
0: this is a a little turtle man, as you might suggest. It looks very old. And can cl- I go
2: put my claw in his mouth?
0: <laughs> He's above you. You can climb up to tr- do that if you want climb I will. Up what? like what kind of Is it just an, a wall of fog? No, it, you guys stopped in front of a rock wall. Oh, it was just rock a wall. yeah You guys are just on a mountain and oh, okay yeah, yeah, I thought in
3: invisible that, wall too.
0: running in a continuous Direction would have uh, is he standing upon this rock like, like the Great Wall of China Like it's as far as we can see
2: how many Chinese references are we gonna make
3: not enough?
0: Well, the thing is, you can't actually see very far in any direction. Um, You just know you came to an ending point when you guys were running through the fog.
2: Okay, I take out a head of lettuce from my pack, and I feed it to him. The head of lettuce, I feed it to him, like a manatee. Peace offering. Tell us what you know, toitus.
3: (laughs) Toitus? Um, Roll me a
2: persuasion check. You got it.
0: Mendel starts daydreaming about soup.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck?
3: Doug goes and hides. Jeff behind a tree.
0: Stay hidden, Jeff. If he's part snapping turtle, this could get ugly.
2: Anyways, I had 11 pounds of lettuce that I feed him. (laughs) Yup, we converted. I
0: think I asked you to make a perception, Jeff? A persuasion, persuasion, persuasion. persuasion 11. This this turtle looks down, and he goes...
4: Are you guys looking for... St-
0: yeah, but he, then he's distracted by the lettuce and his neck just starts to kind of extend. Like he's <laughs> going to bite it. Turtle <laughs> necks are freaky. Mindo, Mindo looks up. Excuse me. <laughs> Fine, sir. We are on a quest.
2: No, no, let him eat.
0: A quest of <laughs> he's, all quests. He's, he's, now, he's now nibbling on Alabaster's lettuce. <laughs> you great... Wallmaster, sir. N- there's Please. more where that
2: came from. If you go to the prom with me,
0: let us let us cross. What your, is this prom? Let us cross your your path and and on to greener pastures of the other side.
3: Wait, you can tell us where we can find this totem.
2: What are you looking for? Where? Just looking... tell us something.
0: Uh, Twenty five we... minutes after he finishes chewing the lettuce, <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're looking for the totem. You might happen to know it's uh, one of the.
0: I don't know. Mendel holds up his necklace like he kind of like pulls it out from his shirt. He says, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like one of these things.
4: Like one of these. You're looking for something pretty magical, I take it. Yes. Yes. Rumor <laughs> has it.
2: Oh, God, 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 this is it. killing <laughs> me. Yeah, you uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
4: the doors found something like that, and it did them real. Real. Can't take much
2: more. Doug takes
0: a dagger. Bad. (laughs) Lendl turns to Squeaks. He goes, "Go look for a way over this wall." (laughs) (laughs) He's starting to get a little clawy with the lettuce.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. He just starts to
0: kind of crawl on alabaster, like, like she's his mommy now. Wait. So now he's down on our level. He's come down. He, from- he's come down from the the rock face. Yeah. How big is he? Can I grab he's him? He's short. He's even short. He's like two and a half feet. But he does. He does stand like a person, but all hunched over, like a picture of someone super old. But. He's got a giant shell. Can I grab? He's got pick a
2: big shell.
3: Is he like a ninja turtle? <laughs> he's not like a ninja turtle. No. Oh. he
2: looks He looks
0: old and feeble and dreams broken. I want to pick up the little turtle man off of alabaster. He's doing like he's doing a thing where like turtle paws when they're like off of ground, oh. they just kind of move very slowly, but like like kicking, like cat, like dog, sad kicking. In the air. <laughs> Excuse oh. me, old sir. We oh, are in search of a totem
4: are of you,
0: power.
4: Are you making
2: fun of me? <laughs> Do not engage.
0: Absolutely not. I am trying to show you the respect you deserve.
3: Speaking of, what's your name? Am I talking like this now? No, that's no, not.
2: <laughs> You're showing this respect. This
4: very racist. Garl. <laughs> my name is Garl. Garl
0: or Carl? Oh, my God. It sounds is hilarious. that a G or a C? Gar- it kind of sounds like you have a loogie.
4: That's, that's a G. Garl. Garl.
0: Okay, gargle. Let's. Let's, let's I think
4: you did that on purpose. <laughs> that <laughs> insulting <hands. Yeah. laughs> oh insulting just, him. Just point
0: a turtle toe in a direction. Preferably in the direction of the magical item.
4: You're going to want to go left from here.
3: Can you
2: speak faster?
4: Mendel drops the turtle
3: man
1: and left. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Doug goes over to pick oh up the
3: turtle and walks fifty
4: yards away from
1: everyone. <laughs>
4: Be careful! The dwarves got into real, real big. Doug is
3: fighting the earth to shake this turtle with that totem. What is the
4: trouble?
2: As fast as you can speak.
4: The item they found was a ring. That grants wishes. At first, the leader of the dwarf druids wished for all the money in the world, and it buried his society. Next, he wished to be the most powerful being in the world, and he turned into a greedy dragon.
2: What's wrong with that?
4: He has... The ring.
0: Did I find a way around the wall? I've been walking the whole time he's been talking. Um, you eventually, eventually climbs up a little bit more, and you kind of crest above the fog just a little bit, and you see the big entrance to the dwarven city. It's deliberately carved with dwarven runes, very square and angular designs and it's huge. It goes up like 200 feet into the sky, th- this opening, and it's dark inside. But Mendel walks back to the group, and here's the turtle still talking, and he goes, hey guys, I found the entrance to the dwarf place.
2: Hold on a second. Doug, can you bring him back to me?
3: Question, why would dwarves make such a large gate? Well, <laughs> the meta answer is, that's how dwarves are, pre- are presented Always in most all things. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, my personal answer is I don't know showiness, show off okay. in this. Yeah, because right. 'Cause they're really good at Very carving. Ornate, yeah. So they they just like like to show off at how they can manipulate so I mean, if
3: they're like it's like building something eight times your size for just a normal entryway. It's
0: not the only thing that's eight times normal size. <laughs> <laughs> huh?
3: Like this turtle? <laughs> yeah. He's just
0: still trying to snap at the whatever lettuce Alabaster still has. While while Doug is holding him in the air, his his mouth is just kind of trying to reach for the lettuce. Just 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 let the let it down, Doug. Just come on. I found I found a hole in a mountain.
3: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there anything else you can tell us, uh, Garl?
4: The only way you'll get the I'm ring is if. You kill the dragon who made the wish. How can we kill Dilla, this? was a dwarf uh, that man, is a how, dragon. How can... To be clear. How can... Should I start over how, again? No. <laughs> how can we kill this dragon? I think you could probably just stab it to death. But also... I wouldn't discount all the weird stuff going on. If you see anything unusual, you might be able to use it. It's if a trap!
3: You can sum up what the weird is in three words. What would those three words be?
4: Other places here. My!
0: Mendel walks away. Fuck. Mendel opens a wineskin and drinks from it and then walks back towards the the dwarf mountain. Doug ignites in fire. (laughs) (laughs) Hellish rebukes the turtle. (laughs) Okay. Mendel stands in front of the the big opening to to the dwarf place and just kind of basks in its glory for a moment.
2: Garl, what was the third wish that they made?
4: I don't think a third wish has been made.
3: You know what? You know what, girl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some of these lettuce. I even have some Elven bread that you might like. Uh, and you're, uh, you're gonna come along with us. Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: Just no. <laughs> no. Oh. Fuck. I can't. God, I, I wish
3: I was there to have a
0: say in this. If I still had the freezer, I could pull them in the
1: freezer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, why did you neglect Jeff. the freezer? Okay. On second
3: thought, Jeff, how about you watch over. Garl over here.
2: No, uh, I'm bloodlust. Jeff gets whipped. <laughs> Jeff gets fucking whipped. What did Jeff okay. do?
0: He, he, just, he just, like, kneels down and takes it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now I can play with the turtle man? I'm going to punish you later, Jeff, but yes, right now you can. <laughs>
0: okay, so I guess Alabaster has a type. <laughs> Jeff and the turtle man, Jeff and Garl just sit down, and you... Uh, you guys are walking away, but you assume they're talking about who the fuck knows. Like, honestly. <laughs> Doug beelines over to, to Mendel. <laughs> Mendel is still basking in the glory of the hole, of the giant hole. He, he, he whips out his penis and, and pees into the giant chasm.
3: Doug arrives and says, wow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mendel just That's a back. large
3: <laughs> chasm!
0: <laughs>
3: it could fit all of us. <laughs>
0: Doug, come be and do it at the same time as me. All right, all right. <laughs> Squeaks, you too. Doug, Mendel, and Squeaks all piss into the void of the entrance to wow. the Dwarven City.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're about to walk through?
0: Mm, yes.
2: <laughs> okay, wow. Mendel. Savage. The thing is,
0: it is going to be dark inside this place, but I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to make it like... I'm not gonna punish you for that. You're the only one who doesn't have dark vision. I'm gonna punish you for that beyond you telling me you want to do something very far away or throw something very accurately. At that point, you're gonna get disadvantage for any of that. Um, Doug in Alabaster, you guys are just operating his normal. Mendel pulls you have dark out his vision. sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what he calls his penis. Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. He makes those sounds while he pees. Pew <laughs> pew.
3: Doug looks into the chasm. What does Doug see? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Does the chasm look back at him? Other than puddles of urine.
0: (laughs) Staring straight ahead, there's kind of a dead end, but that's because you know that the carved out entryway goes in both the right and left direction. What you can see, though, is that coins, Scrooge McDuck style, are just pouring out of it. Like, they're not moving right now, but there's like a slope because... As uh, Garl had said, they would wish for all the money in the world and it buried their society. So there's literally like a hundred foot of stacked, co- not stacked, but like piled coins and there's a slope as it spills out of the dwarven city in either direction. Can in Mendel either see either. this? Mendel can see...
2: Yeah, they're shining.
0: Mendel can see a little bit of coins on the side. He can't see quite as clearly that they're an upward slope as, as Doug can, but yeah. Mendel walks towards the money.
2: Mendel, Doug, squanks. I have a
0: habit to support.
2: And Copernicus, do not touch the money, please.
0: Oh, touch. Doug's Nobody hands Nobody tells are Mendel what to do, the and coin. Mendel oh. grabs a handful of coins. Oh God! <laughs> All right, uh, Mendel grabs a handful of coins, <laughs> and nothing happens specifically because of that. Although, good thought process, because touch nothing but the lamp would be a touch good touch the
2: lamp. <laughs> Diamond in the rough.
3: But Doug knows he needs to go and get this totem to get. So do you Sally Sauce Pot's back. What do you... So you just go... Just continue on down, avoiding the puddles that we've just made. <laughs> okay. Doug avoids the puddles.
0: So both the left and right passageway are, are clogged with coins. You have to start climbing up Coin Mountain,
3: essentially. Doug looks back over at Mendel, seeing him pocket all that coin.
0: Doug, as you climb up, you reach another bend where you seem to be turning in towards the city. You see a series of mirrors. The mirrors are sort of levitating along the wall. They're not attached to the wall. They're not on stands. But they're these very large, like, full-body, really ornate mirrors with platinum designs around the edges and inlaid with diamond studs. And they just they just line the whole way around into Mendel the Mendel sees this, too? Um, if Mendel looks up and starts moving up a little bit, he could. Mendel does, does do this. Mendel is following very closely to Doug.
3: <laughs> Doug waves his hand behind the mirrors to see... What's keeping What's the
0: yeah. M- Mendel Mendel starts admiring himself in the mirrors. He starts doing poses.
2: While they're all doing this,
0: Squeaks, he wants Squeaks. He's like motioning for Squeaks to also do the same poses that he's doing so that they're doing them together in the mirror.
2: Alabaster walks straight through the puddles of piss. <laughs> straight through.
3: Name of a band.
2: She <laughs> puddles of piss. <laughs>
3: Isn't that a puddle of mud? She picks but up cool. Garl. Oh,
2: well, Garl's back. Can I run back and get him? <laughs> just give me five minutes.
0: You can go back, yeah. I'm fast. So you, I run
2: back. I grab him. I bring him right back. So, do you allow this?
0: So Alabaster runs back, grabs Garl. Um, Does that Jeff also go, mean Jeff follows? Jeff, Jeff just, just continues talking into the fog. He doesn't even really notice. <laughs> like, you. it's been another three days since you guys talked to him. So he's, he's just so talking hurt. and talking. <laughs> And then when I was 12... You <laughs> left Jeff? <laughs> Alabaster runs back up. Um, Who? <laughs> Alabaster, did you want to give me one more thing that you do? Because yes. I have to address what they have said in a second. Yes. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> my feet are covered in piss. I relish it. Relish? <laughs> I
0: Relish in the piss.
2: Garl is in my claws. I rear back as far as possible and throw him through the mirrors. Oh, shit!
0: Reflective me!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I'm going to do is resolve Ted's thing first, and then Nick's thing, and then Alabaster's I told you. Thing. Why am
2: I last? This is
0: going to be... Part of the reason why I'm resolving Doug's thing first is because he won't Doug be able to react sensible. to it. He's just looking around. Yeah. So he won't be able to react to it because I have to get to what you guys have already done. So, Doug, I, roll I, a perception check. <laughs> but no it's a 7. A 7? Uh Doug, yeah, you see the mirrors are indeed floating and they are just along the walls heading in. Um as you head in, you do notice that there are there are different things other than gold coins, like rubies and emeralds
2: and pearls? Sapphires. Pearl All necklaces? kinds of stuff.
0: But none of the specific things stand out to you at this moment, but it is not just gold. It is other things too. Right.
2: Find the lamp.
0: We'll come back to you, Doug. Yep. Nope. Find find the lamp. I'll keep the carpet occupied. Mendel.
2: I'll take care of Jafar. (laughs) Wink.
0: Mendel, roll a charisma check. Oh, God. I don't even need to add my modifier, but that was an (laughs) two. I look sexy. Alabaster and Doug. Mendel disappears.
2: No! I told you! Where's that voice coming from? (laughs) I'm
1: in the mirror! Uh, Squeaks is gonna roll
0: a charisma check. He rolled a ten, he also disappears, although he did way better than you did. <laughs> yes, Mendel is now inside the mirror looking Damn out. It. And Alabaster, you throw the turtle at the mirror.
3: No! So wait, but there are so many mirrors, aren't there? Yeah,
2: but I yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. all
0: of them. Well, you throw it at one of them. Do you throw it at the one that Mendel went into or no one a different one?
2: The one next to it. Okay. <laughs>
0: Garl fails his check and also enters the mirror as you throw him at the mirror. Oh.
1: Fucking useless.
2: Ah, fuck you, Gargle. Useless. God damn you, Garl. You got stuck in a mirror. idiot. <laughs> Doug, you want to get in on this?
0: Can I Can I go over to Garl's Fucking mirror?
2: Fucking Garl. God damn. I know, right? Or right? we make
0: T-shirts. t-shirts? Mendel, if you were to look around, useless. you do not see Garl. You are in what seems like a glass case floating. in emotion. F- no, you're in what seems like a glass case floating through space it is a very small space it is like a 12 by 12 space and there are eight dwarves with you oh god short people
2: what if he was promised 20... what are all of you who are
0: you 28... Mendel holds out his hammer all of the dwarves speak in unison are they virgin? We are the rock druids. We
2: are the virgin rock druids.
0: Okay, this is creepy as fuck. We Squeaks are, to the
4: ready. We are the last of the dwarves. Virgins.
2: <laughs>
4: like in chorus? Uh, Squeaks
0: puts his fists up, like for fisticuffs. <laughs> I try to hand him a dagger. <laughs> He's His hand is way too small to hold the dagger. <laughs> it falls. One of the dwarves picks it up, but they all say in unison, I think you dropped this.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Mendel takes the dagger back. They start, They try to, like, rearrange themselves or move away from you, but there's really no space for eight dwarfs to oh. move into a mental space. Stop shuffling. It makes <laughs> it worse. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> stop moving. We are trapped. I am trapped in here with you. Um, to the left. Who are all of you?
3: To the right now, y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take it way Two back. hops this time. <laughs> <Way
1: back>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they look up at Mendel and they say, "We
4: are Grimly Gramble Grumbit Gregor Graster Ginthor, Gendry."
1: Nope, and Gunther. nope, stop there. <laughs> Wait, stop what was there. the fourth one? This is not.
0: <laughs> I am never gonna remember.
4: Okay. We are the last of the Dwarves.
0: I'm gonna call you the Lolly Rock Guild, and y'all are gonna help me. <laughs> find a way out of here we, how have you guys how, how does this mirror work
2: we represent the lollipop guild <laughs> the we Lolly
0: don't know the lollipop guild <laughs> oh, sorry we don't know we just got stuck here okay were you also looking in the mirrors yeah, when you got stuck dumb here dumb
2: decisions no
0: we think someone cast a spell on us
2: they're idiots
0: can they no. hear me from outside uh, the mirror i was going to say um, can our they can hear, here? hear you outside the mirror yes can i hear mom? them um yes you okay. can hear them too
2: Shut up, Alabaster. I'm trying
0: to figure <laughs> out how to get out of here. Mindle? Why don't you come stand in front of the mirror?
2: <laughs> you have the turtle, though, right? You no, the, the turtle's
0: don't... in another mirror. No, he's not. I checked with you which one you wanted to throw at, and you said the one next to it, so he's in a different mirror. Yeah, the mirrors are different.
3: Uh, Garl. Garl, what do you see in your box?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh,
3: dear. <laughs> oh,
2: my oh, God. Uh, oh. Never mind, never
3: mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please stop talking.
0: <laughs> uh, Mendel swings his hammer at the the portal window, like the where he came in from. <clears throat> so from your perspective, you do see glass looking off into space on all sides, except for the side that was the mirror, the mirror to the outside. And you do just see like a window into the cave where you were, or the the dwarven city. Make an attack roll. So
3: it's like a prison attack. It's
0: roll? like a little prison, yeah. Yeah. That's a nat three. It j- definitely just bounces off the, the window and the dwarves say, Don't you
4: think we
3: tried that? Hurt them. Please don't Wait. hurt us. <gasps> who who would have casted the, the spell? <laughs>
0: Mendel Mendel cast a spell magic. Interesting. The the dwarves do answer Doug's question though, and they say, We don't know, but things got real weird when all the fog started coming. Mendel cast a spell magic. Uh you want me to read the spell magic to you? Yeah. Do you have to target something? Do you? What do you have to do exactly? I mean, I know what it does, but choose a creature, object, or a magical effect that's within range. Any spell of third level or lower is automatically ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher, uh, you have to make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a successful check, the spell ends.
3: Okay, um, make that check then.
2: Is Doug still on my back?
3: No, no. <laughs> I'm standing beside you though. Because I did not look into the mirrors, I was... Looking around behind plus, it.
2: Eight plus seven. But you dismounted.
3: So 15.
0: I did dismount. I'll, I'll remount. The mirror that Mendel was in disappears and Mendel and eight dwarves fall out of the space yes! there. Hey!
1: Oh, thank God!
0: Yassi! Oh, Mendel kisses the ground.
2: I feel like this was because of my horse meat. Oh,
0: I'm home. Horse meat. Get these, get, these, get these fuckers away from me. He backs up
3: away from the dwarves. Doug walks over to the Who dwarves. Who are you guys? Out of the area of the mirrors motions them over away from the mirrors okay um they follow you while they're doing that mendel walks over to
0: uh Another garl's mirror, mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and he oh
4: hi rumor has... leave him
2: in there
0: <laughs> you brought him mendel mendel touches the mirror and casts a spell magic again he was but a pawn you still have to make it a check yeah I got to roll higher than a fifteen worked, so got I get it. A zero. I need I need an eight. That's a that's a big pass, I'm sure. That's like tw- that's tw- uh, what's sixteen plus eight? twenty four. Twenty four. We'll never know. Um, <laughs> Carl says, "Rumor." has he falls <laughs> out of the mirror. <laughs> the mirror disappears. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he looks down. You better be helpful, Carl. That was my last third level spell slot, you asshole. And he just walks away. Any other dwarves um, with him? No Dorson is, no. Okay. Because
3: no they. He's in the. We second are
4: the year. last of the dwarves. <laughs>
3: <laughs> dwarves! Huh? Dwarves, where's the totem? Or, yeah, that question first, I suppose. Was it the magic ring we found? Yes, magic ring. The leader of the rock
0: druids found the ring, and we don't know what happened after that. We guess she made some wishes that went real bad. She?
4: Women can lead druids, too.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you sexist asshole. God, Doug. <laughs> wow. Doug. Because Garl I, was saying no, he the whole I time. Never. You questioned Garl China. said
0: he. I mean, come on. And now the doors are saying she. You questioned. Garl did, Garl did say he. Did he? <laughs> did he? Oh, I don't know how much of Garl I believe. I cannot rely on Garl anymore. I, I was. He Mendel. got trapped in a mirror. He couldn't get out of the mirror.
2: Alabaster kicks that dwarf across the room. Next. <laughs> what Jesus. can you tell me?
3: Dwarf 2. We're clearly playing Sleepy. good cop, bad cop right now.
0: Gregor. Schmegmar. Doc. Sh-
2: <laughs>
0: Roll an intimidation check.
2: Mm-hmm. With pleasure. 17. He gets kicked far, huh?
0: Seventeen feet to be exact.
2: Seventeen Well
0: that, this was an intimidation check on a strength attack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you kicked a dwarf you you just kicked a dwarf. Dwarfs weigh, like two hundred pounds. Maybe short, but will <laughs> I don't I don't trust little people either. We are rock druids. We can disappear into the rock whenever we want. Please don't kick us again.
3: Doug goes over to the to dwarf too and goes shh 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 Doug tries to bribe them with Low caliber elven bread. <laughs> you must be so hungry right now. Being trapped in that world. Could you tell me?
2: Are you tired of being two hundred pounds? <laughs>
0: um make a persuasion check. Take, take take some two and a half week old bread. Because I haven't baited. Yeah, I haven't. Since have it then. Since then. But they're... They're <laughs> elven bread. Only only, like only eat the inside. Because the outside is not edible. <laughs> Completely. rocks. Oh, nice. 18. But you're dwarves. You might like to eat rocks. 18, okay. Punch away. They all reach out their hands. I mean, at least it's not
3: against women.
2: <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> Don't dog. pin that on me.
3: I blame Garl, who said it was a he... Girl and then def- the dwarf said definitely she. did
0: make it. Mis- did miss? I do remember he definitely did. Oh. Carl in his it. old yeah, age, that's, his that's old what turtle ways. When you yeah, just, when you have true. a society that uses labels in general, I mean, come on.
3: I just want to specifically <laughs> yeah. identify who we're dealing with.
2: <laughs> but what did they identify as? Right.
3: Both they can and should if
2: they
1: want to. <laughs>
3: good. Good answer
1: this time. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Very PC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mendel and Alabaster mark on a clipboard Where they're keeping track of, of Doug's performance <laughs> all, all of Doug's like anti-anti Yeah <laughs> Squeaks like points at the clipboard Like he's reminding you to oh, mark something Oh that's right, right. <laughs> There was that one other time Um, The dwarves all kind of reach out their hands We are very hungry They take the elven bread And they actually say, you undersold it, it's not subpar, it's thoroughly average. (laughs) (laughs) Doug has a little, a small aneurysm. (laughs) (laughs) The gold is from whatever wish was made, but some of these other items are not. The mirrors, the weird rugs,
3: the weird bottle, like... Weird bottle?
2: What weird bottle?
3: Is it shaped like a lamp? No. And the rugs are shaped like rugs.
0: Do the rugs fly? Do
3: they levitate? I mean, there's a whole pile of
0: them. They're the kind of rolled up. They back seem... to the bottle. Shh. back to the bottle. Where is this bottle? Is
2: there a red? Is there a man ring in the bottle?
0: Top? There's no ring in the bottle. Yago. There's a little man. Oh, oh where is this is bottle? Is he blue? He's black. Black. Like a shadow, like pitch black. Not a race thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: the mirrors are everywhere they lead into the main hall which used to be our city they're all along the ceiling and there's a giant pile of rugs by the old alchemy tower which is the only thing you can see anymore because the coins buried our city
0: I need one of you Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth because you're saying things right now, and all of the things that you're saying are not what we've asked you. Yeah, so there's this bottle with the little shadow man. Okay, so one of you point in the direction where we go to find that. The shadow man's inside the tower, the rugs are by the tower. The shadow man's inside the tower, and the tower is in what direction? Uh, he points. Uh, you guys are still kind of in the hallway a little bit. So he actually points you like around the corner. Like he kind of extends his hand to go into the main hall and then to the right. Is that okay, the question no? number two. You'll see it. Where is the ring? Point in the direction of where the ring is.
4: We don't know where the ring is. Well, I know. I told you. You gotta kill the dragon. God, I've lost Hang on, interest. Girl
2: girl we
3: got
4: that memo Ugh. received
2: but get back in the mirror
3: dwar- dwarven friend what's what's your name again you specifically points Me at specific. the one
2: <laughs> you
0: <laughs> don't all list off just you
3: i mean i'm gramble
2: i've never met a gramble that i've liked
0: yeah
3: but this might be your first so gramble buddy friend
1: yeah Ugh.
0: no i think don't i think like. we're all i think this is a real grumble. they all speak we're. in unison again
4: real we gramble. prefer to speak like this <laughs> <laughs> okay all right
1: uh
3: do you do you know who this shadow figure is
4: this started right before
0: the wishes were made as far as we can tell it's when the fog rolled in i don't think he's from here
2: what's the connection to the fog grumble
0: the fog is magical it brings things from elsewhere his name was Gramble.
2: Alabaster is aware of that. She, he she was said, showing <laughs> disrespect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> G- Garl, t- Turtle Man, Garl, other G Man, what? Yes or no? Do you you know the dwarves?
4: Rumor has oh, it.
0: I said yes or no, Garl.
4: There's one of them made the wish. Can I kick Gargoyle got us across into the room? This
0: mess. He looks at the dwarves. Okay, do you guys know Garl? We do not know, Garl. Okay, what I want you to do is, I all I want you all to follow follow Garl back to his wall tower and and start over. What do you mean start over? Like a new society? <laughs> yes, like a new society. Who's I don't next? know if any of you are women, but you know how God. life works. I don't know what Garl is. It's Maybe not worth Maybe Garl it. can help. We
4: don't know what Garl is either. We've never met a turtle person. Let's
1: just you
2: fucking go. You guys follow Garl out I of here. I light the entire place on fucking fire with my breath. Fuck all these It's all metal and guys. rock. I mean, <laughs> I don't care. I still do. <laughs> it. Doug
3: rushes over to Alabaster and puts his fingers upon her her what? jowls. She's really itching. <laughs> She's really itching for and a go, fire.
2: Shh.
3: You'll use that fire soon yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> innuendo.
3: I'm just gonna continue walking
0: down the hallway. I have no interest in going back there and listening to any more stories.
2: I don't follow, but I choose to walk in that direction.
0: So you guys walk into, you walk essentially where the hallway starts to open up and you see this vast, like unbelievably large cavern, but of course, Scrooge McDuck style, (laughs) it's covered in coins. Once in a while, what you do see is just sort of the A peak of a house popping up and you get the impression that there are buildings buried underneath all of this stuff and to your right, as you enter the main hall, there is indeed the top of a tower, uh, and outside of that is a large stack of rolled rugs, and indeed, above you guys is a ring of mirrors up near the ceiling, which is very far, very far, by the way, it's a, it's a good 100 feet up. This cavern would have been 200 feet from bottom to top easily, there's about a hundred feet of coins, and that's why you barely see the buildings anymore. You see the top of a tower and little little peaks once in a while of other larger buildings. Mendel goes, Watch this and he runs up to the top of a money pile and tries to dive in.
2: Can Alabaster start investigating the rugs? <laughs>
3: um faceplant because it's not yeah. Scrooge. And you can't it's you can't not can't water. It's <laughs> not, it is not water. You just, just slam into <laughs> You
0: take two bludgeoning damage. <laughs> oh what? God.
2: Can Alabaster start investigating the rugs?
0: Like they're the kinds of rugs that you would see in a pile of treasure, even though they're the only rugs here. Um, there is a weird purplish fog coming out of the tower they're leaned up against, and it is kind of—I don't—I don't want to be too dramatic about it—swirling it's around, but very slowly. It's not like anything dramatic. Are there gemstones in with the gold? Doug did see that, yes, it's not just gold. Can there I are, look there for one that's, like,
3: baseball-sized? Um, roll an investigation check.
2: Bring the turtle back.
3: Actually, that's a great idea, because I was wondering. Uh, but first, I wanted to do a, a check after this. Oh,
0: 11. 11. No, you find one, like, maybe a tennis ball size. I throw it at one of the rugs.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Alabaster allows it. She looks I back and, and, and she goes, safe.
1: <laughs>
0: Did you want to do something first?
3: I wanted to try Nothing
1: to... Nothing happens though.
0: The rug doesn't like come to life.
2: You can't just throw money at things, Mendel.
3: Is that not how life operates? Is it's that true. not what we do in it's life? That's true.
2: Is there no honor amongst the thieves? The rugs are
0: kind of rolled up in this big pile. The gemstone hits it, bounces off of the stack. Some kind of like dust puffs out
3: and doug uh doug wants to compare the mirrors that are up in the ceiling of the tower to what we had just seen roll me a
0: perception check
3: perception perception i get no modifier so it's a 14
0: even as far as you can tell they're the same but you're not close enough to know if the pattern's the same or if it's silver instead of platinum or anything like that but but they appear to be very similar I'm Mendel goes over higher. and he picks up that gem again, and he tries to throw it at the mirrors at the ceiling. Give me a perception check, and also give me an athletics check. Athletics check, actually. Checked, yeah, I was gonna say both. Perk. Perception was a seventeen. What was the next one?
3: Athletics. A- athletics.
0: Athletics. Athletics. Unnatural twenty. You chuck the gemstone up at the um the mirrors up top. I like to think that he, like, granny throws it up. Like, <laughs> like he, 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 he like, squats down and then, like, stands up and, like, tosses it up, like, underhanded. I mean, I think with a 20, like, feet's pretty far, but it's doable. You could do it, so with a 20, you could probably do it. You toss it up, and it shatters one of the mirrors. The glass kind of just dissolves and disappears. And with your perception check... You notice that behind you, the rugs are starting to move.
2: Alabaster grabs the most wiggliest one.
0: Uh, give me a- I don't know what's going on. There are lots of things happening. (laughs) What's your athletics roll?
2: 23.
0: So they start to wiggle behind Mendel. Alabaster quick tries to grab one. She rolls a 23 athletics. And she grabs the shit out of one. And it kind of starts to try to fly away but it realizes it's been caught. Mm-hmm. Its front half sort of turns back to you. I want to say it looks at you, but it doesn't have faces <laughs> or eyes. So, you know, Aladdin style. It, like, you can just tell it's a dog, I guess, <laughs> and- Aladdin. And it, it stops trying to get away from you, though. It just kind of floats there.
2: Because Alabaster beats it into submission.
0: You guys feel the, the gold coins start to, like, rumble and shake. But beyond that, nothing really happens. Um, there's still this stack of rugs, which are now more starting to move. And there's also the tower where the purplish fog is swirling Mendel, around very slowly. Mendel runs over and tries to grab another rug. Give me an, a- an athletics check.
2: But I'm riding mine. I'm riding mine hard.
0: You can oh. mount yours if you want. Well, I have mounted. <laughs> Alabaster has mounted the first carpet. Let that and go is on record. Damn it, God damn it. What's
1: wrong with you?
0: Rolled a 10. Well, 10 total. Doug rolled a two for me. Oh, shit. It still works. They rolled very badly. Uh, the carpet, it knows it can get away. It just feels bad, so it kind of stays.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pity.
0: It knows it could just roll me over. Like
3: <laughs> Mendel, what are you doing over there? If you could yell at me what you're doing... Please.
0: We're we're rugged we're rugging it. We're we're getting rugged. Riding rugs. R- rug riding. Rug carpet
1: we're carpet riding. It's a rodeo. Carpet, it's,
0: it's time to ride
1: carpet. Yeehaw! Doug
3: looks around to see if it instigates any
1: sort of event.
0: It's kinda of like an earthquake where you see water droplets kind of pop up, but a coin once in a while kind of pops up and you feel the rumble through the area. But that's Nothing actually a really cool description. I'm going to give you that one. <laughs> yeah, that was
2: good. Yeah.
0: Nothing else actually happens beyond that, though. Mr. Carpet, I beg of you, fly me up to the other mirrors so I can destroy them and free your brethren.
3: Save at least one of the mirrors. Mendel,
0: roll an arcana check. Of course. Plus this. So 16. 16? Um, the carpet takes you up to one of the mirrors. It puts you in front of the mirror, and you make a charisma check. Oh, god damn you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. 13. I think you went inside a mirror, Mendel. God damn it! <laughs> did the carpet go with me? Oh no, yes, the carpet went with you. Mendel looks at the carpet. This is all your fault. Oh, I have to roll for Squeaks also. <laughs> Squeaks did not go with you. Squeaks starts pummeling uh, plummeting from the sky somebody from time to run SOMEBODY CATCH MY SQUALL!
3: Doug runs over to... like he's catching a ball that got knocked out of field.
0: Give me an acrobatics check. Acrobatics check. This is something
3: I should be able to do. Yes! Plus five. Yes, we are in the clear. We are 21. 21. You catch squeaks.
0: Oh, thank god. Mendel drops to Mendel is now caught in one of the mirrors up on the ceiling. Alabaster, you asked if you could do something. I don't know what Doug is doing at this moment.
3: I was just trying to assess the situation. I figured the mirrors could come in handy later. Does Doug know which one Mendel went into?
0: As you look up from where squeaks fell, you can give me a, an insight check to see if you can kind of deduce.
3: Oh, there's no modifiers, but does 14 count?
0: That's fine. Okay, that's reasonable. That you can you can well, tell I mean, you can tell where the squirrel fell. Yeah, you can tell. Where he disappeared at, so I you, didn't know. Know, you do know what general mirror he, fell in, he, f- he went into. It is to your left at this point. I'm going to try to break the mirror from the inside. An unnatural 20. It bounces off of your astral prison. Mendel <laughs> just repeatedly <laughs> the wall Jesus. over and over and over again, just very angry until he's out of breath.
3: <sighs> <sighs> so how do we get the, the rumbling and the grumblings? He threw the gem. At the mirror, broke one of them. Doug picks up any random gem around and tosses it across the room.
0: And you do indeed hear the coins sort of shake and rattle upward again, and some a rumbling beneath. Okay, Doug shouts at the top of his lungs,
3: "I'm gonna steal all the gold in this room!" This is mine, that one too, this gem, that one over there, look at this chest. You better save some for me, you asshole. I have got some for this
0: guy too. And rumbling, rumbling and rumbling more intensely than ever before. Before you guys, somewhere deep in what would be the Dwarven City, the coins start to raise up in a mountain and then they start to cascade down off of what looks like more gold at first, but it's just the golden scales of a golden dragon.
2: Go easy on the dragon. It's my brethren. The dragon
0: the dragon rises up from the gold pile and is now towering above all of you, except for Mendel, who's caught in a mirror, just kind of... Looking down a little bit. I'm the tallest um, of you all. It's like when you try to look directly down from a window, but you can only see like perspective-wise a little bit. Uh, you see coins flying about, but you don't necessarily see the dragon yet. Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> who's the tallest of them all? Mendel!
1: He, he found
0: the bright side of his situation. Um, everyone roll initiative. Only a 14 this time. 11. And Doug? Uh, 26. It's mean, the perfect
3: number. Doug's turn first. Can I do my sneak attack?
0: You'll be the first person to attack, so therefore you get advantage on the attack roll, and because you get advantage on the attack roll, you can then also do sneak attack damage on top of your regular damage, yes.
4: Let's go,
3: Doug. Let's Let's go. go. So 23, so 27. 27. It doesn't even
0: see Doug yet. It sees Alabaster.
2: Does it think I'm beautiful? Don't roll for that. Just say yes or no, (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Fuck you.
3: (laughs) I will not be put in this position. It's on the fence about it right now.
0: (laughs) It's just all you. Um, Would it help if I told you she had a half nipple she was growing that's extra? You
1: would be
2: proud. It could be your half nipple. We don't
4: have nipples.
2: Am I a hybrid? We're reptiles. What, what is this?
3: Alabaster has an identity
2: crisis. <laughs> am I... <laughs> what am I?
1: What am Doug I? Doug has I... lunged
0: unbeknownst to this dragon out of the corner, stabbed in
2: the neck. For how much damage? <gasps> Doug, don't do it. What? Just don't do it. I have to. Do
1: it for I me. I have to Doug. save my
2: sister and Mendel. But just take charge. Do it for me. Deny the loss. Forget your sister, I'm more important! Yeah, and look at me, I'm glowing! Don't listen to me, look that's at me. I've the got a,
0: madness talking! I
2: got half nip, man!
3: What am I, am I adding this all up? <laughs> no, no, don't.
2: One! Ha, <laughs> ha ha ha
3: That's a 15, 20. 20 plus 12. Doug deals 32
0: damage as he launches at himself at this dragon, stabs it in the neck, and I assume gracefully, gracefully falls back down to the coin. Of course,
3: gracefully.
1: You
2: did good, Doug. You dig, Doug.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the golden dragon reels back, lashing its tail around. This is a very frightening thing. This thing is huge. Coins fly up and it says, why are you trying to kill me? Ah! And it attacks first. It goes to bite Doug.
2: I guess. Why are we attacking it? It's attacking we you. have to ask ourselves this. Nope. Why would we? Attack Every time it? I hesitate oh, to
3: attack an innocent, and creature. I end up <laughs> Mendel shouts <laughs> down.
2: Don't wake the dragon
0: if you're not ready to get the burn. <laughs> it rolled a one on trying oh, to bite part. Doug. And so it missed, but then it takes one of its claws and swipes at Alabaster. Why would it
2: do that? I just wanted to talk.
0: Into 17 misses,
2: I believe? Yes. You
0: see? Yeah. And it takes its other claw and attacks Alabaster. (laughs)
2: I'm going to rip off that fucking claw.
0: So much for talking. (laughs) And I'm I'm pretty sure an 18 also misses. Yes. And then the dragon starts to flap its wings up and ready for a breath attack. But before that happens, it's Mendel's turn. Mendel looks over at the the rug. He says, you know how to get out of here, man? The rug gears its front half back and forth and does the weird tassel shrug. Mendel pulls out his penis and pees on the window. (laughs) It...
1: I'll remind you of
0: a, you have a limited amount of space, which will start to fill up over time. <laughs> <laughs> and and as he's peeing, he he tries to, to to hit the window again.
3: Can you? What was the thing that you did before? Can you only use it? Dispel. He.
0: I don't have any more spell slots because I used one oh. to save the turtle man.
2: Did I authorize that?
0: No, you oh, fought God. against it pretty hardcore, actually. Okay.
2: Well, <laughs> look where we're at now. <laughs> hmm.
0: I mean the only thing Mendel can do is just keep swinging at the glass uh, and he gets a 21 D- uh, it just bounces back uh, and then he shouts at the he shouts down at the dragon you know if you wanted a real fight you should have left me in the game and not put me in this stupid little baby prison you you wuss The dragon is reeling in pain and does not hear you Aww.
2: How high is Nick? How high is 100. Mendel for me?
0: Uh, Mendel's a hundred, the, the mirrors. <laughs> the mirrors are a hundred feet up from where you guys are on the bed of gold. Um, That doesn't make it Alabaster's turn though.
2: You stay hidden Mendel.
0: If I felt like you guys could win without me, <laughs> maybe I'd sit out.
2: <laughs>
0: he tries to push his way out.
2: <laughs> he gets a hernia. <laughs>
0: Nothing happens, especially because it's not his turn. Alabaster, what are you doing? (laughs) You did see the dragon start to flap its wings and ready what seemed to be a breath attack.
2: I also ready an attack. (laughs) You're not the only dragon in the room. I trident her tail through the ground.
0: Make an attack roll.
2: Using Searing Smite.
0: Okay, so you use the motion action to cast Searing Smite. Mm -hmm. Make an attack roll. Mm -hmm. 18. You do indeed hit. Deal your regular damage. And then also deal 1d6 damage. And then also every turn when it's the dragon's turn, it takes another 1d6 damage.
2: 7 plus 8, 15.
0: So your total damage is 21. 21. Alabaster and Doug are starting to deal some real fucking damage here. Yes! (laughs) I would be dealing just as much damage, if not more, if I was part of this thing. I will remind you. I did not lure you into a mirror. You flew to the ceiling. I was gonna
2: fly
1: up to it and (laughs) hit it with my hammer. You
2: stupid dum-dum.
0: Okay, you tried to pin it to the ground. Um, Roll me a athletics check to see if you actually can pin it to the ground. The dragon is much larger than you, but your trident is a totem. It's a magical item. 28. The dragon is flying- Drops dead. It does not drop dead. But it is trying to flap up. Like I said, its head's reeling back, like it's gonna breathe some kind of f- breath on you. But you do nail it in the tail. It is now pinned. It can still fly. And the its power tail is, is long. in the tail, its and tail I just pinned st- it. Its tail is still long, but it cannot just fly willy-nilly wherever it wants.
2: I'm gonna use my cunning lingus for my next time. <laughs>
0: that makes it Doug's turn again, actually.
2: Is nobody gonna acknowledge that? That was the golden. The cunning lingus.
0: It was, okay. Yeah. I mean,
2: hey you said it, not me. <laughs>
0: Tail and tongue. so what, what else are dragons about?:
3: <laughs> uh, Doug looks around for the ring on the dragon.
0: Particularly if you look for a ring like on the dragon's claws or talons or anything like that, you do not see a ring on the dragon at all.
3: No. Okay, so I see this for sure. Middle you see for down. sure it's not
0: wearing a ring. The of any Dragon kind. is the ring. <laughs>
3: Maybe we can put the dragon in one of the mirror boxes. So I'm assuming the mirror, so we're over here, mirror tower thing over here. The mirrors are
0: just over you guys around the, around the space. The tower that I referred to before, if that's how you're using the oh, word. I see. It's just like a thing that's barely sticking up above the, the gold because it's the tallest. It, it, you can deduce it's the tallest structure in the dwarf city. So
3: the whole entire ceiling is lined with mirrors. Is that right? There were 10 of them.
0: One is broken now. Mm -hmm. There are nine of them.
3: And it's only if you look.
0: Roll an arcana or insight check.
3: I rolled a 15 plus four. So a 19. Thank
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) So you do realize that you do have to kind of see your own reflection for whatever magical purpose it has to begin to take effect. So which means that like mirrors, you know how mirrors work. If you hit it if you look in a mirror from a like a 45 degree angle you don't see yourself you see mm. something else that's right
3: can i pick up a gem
0: uh yes that's a minor action you can pick up a gem
3: okay great picked up a gem how close am i to abby
0: um abby went around to stab its tail which i'm actually gonna say is kind of at least 30 feet away so she at least moved the I... whole action
3: to do that alabaster mm-hmm. as i run to alabaster just fly up to the side of the mirrors you mean flank? Yeah just, stay, yeah, just stay to the side of the mirror.
2: You had me at flank.
3: Okay, flank. Wait, I the said mir- flank. Yeah, you had yourself at flank. <laughs> 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 so I go to you, and I'll jump onto the magic rug, and I'll be hanging out with you. Okay, yeah, you although I
2: deserve you. to be in every mirror in this room, you can share my carpet. Thank you. Oh, but Why did are. you
3: pick up the gym? Well, you'll see.
2: You'll see later.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So dragon should still be pinned at this point, but I've run over to Alimaster. It is, it is, it is. Um, We're carpeting.
1: It is
0: the dragon's turn. It contorts its neck, swings around to where you guys are flying on the carpet, and it releases its weakening breath. Um, The dragon exhales... Gas in a thirty-foot cone. Each gas. creature in the area must succeed a DC seventeen.
3: You mean it's not fire? Something I am immune to? <laughs> I mean it's not
0: fire. Something that you're immune to? Yes.
2: It's gas.
0: Yeah, it had a mouth part. It's a saving throw. Does
2: he also have plus four because he's around me?
0: He does indeed, and so do you. Yes. Oh well, yeah. thank God.
2: Nineteen. It's it's a 13. Thirteen.
0: You're in luck in that it's not actually a damage dealing. Ability. What happens is that now, Alabaster, you are unaffected. Um, Doug, you have disadvantage on all future strength saving throws and all future strength checks and all future attacks using strength. God damn! i <sighs> yeah, over here. So the golden dragon's fangs, after exhaling the weakening breath, take a big chomp down on Doug and 18.
3: It hits. It hits. Well, Fourteen damage. You activated my trap card. <laughs> uncanny dodge. Uncanny dodge. Yeah. Describe to I mean
0: I am not I'm not taking it away from you. I just yeah. I just want you to describe to me how you uncanny dodge on a magic carpet flying through the air. I hide
3: behind That's the perfect scenario actually. <laughs> Uh, I am so nimble I can roll around <laughs> <laughs> and launch myself back up onto the carpet. Alright, alright. That's fine. You said fourteen? Yeah. Okay, so seven. And then it uses claws to attack Alabaster.
2: Why? Because
0: it wants to. We're brethren. Uh. It missed. Then it uses his claws well, now I'm in to rage. attack Alabaster. It was too
3: shocked by my. And nimbleness. it
0: definitely hits with a critical. The second claw, the talon. Hits Alabaster's center mass, pointed directly into her teeth, <laughs> like, like, like a hatchet.
2: I've had so much work done.
0: 22 damage. Oh, those poor teeth.
2: Like two nipples went inside themselves.
0: <laughs> and the dragon says, I still don't know why I'm attacking you. How did you guys get here? And it's Mendel's turn. Mendel looks at the carpet. I'll see you later, buddy. And Mendel tightens up his headband and attempts to misty-step out of the box. This is an interesting problem. (laughs) Oh, God. Can you misty-step out of the box? Briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. Okay, you can see it, I guess.
2: Ooh, trickery.
0: Mendel says goodbye to carpet. (laughs) Pulls, yes! his headband, <coughs> pulls his headband. Pulls his headband appears on the other side of the mirror and begins to fall a hundred feet. <laughs> <laughs> but technically 70, right? And that's where we'll end our session.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> I got out myself. <laughs> He's broken every bone in his
1: body.
3: I'm just afraid I'm gonna forget my plan. I know, right? oh. <laughs>
0: You can't tell me your plan though because that will be. No, would ruin. I can't. Yeah, exactly. Why don't you write it down? I am gonna write it down. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I yes, thank you very much.
2: Thanks for putting up Thanks with for us. Listening thank to me. you.
0: Just shout things from Vox for half an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find us at characterarc.net. You can find us at characterarc on Facebook, at character Arc on Instagram. Um please do like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting network and rate us if you can because it really does help the algorithm find us. My name is Richard Bertelson. I've been your Dunter Master, and joining me today is Doug Saucepots.
3: Also Richard Bertelson. <laughs> no, I'm sad. Did we do that last time? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that was
0: good. Great. Mendel Sands! Otherwise known in the mortal realm as. Nick. Nick. (laughs) 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 Sounds like a weak ejaculation. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) 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 Also. The bitch flying a magic carpet (laughs) around a dragon. That's
3: me! Abby Bryington. Bryington.
2: Abby Bryington alabaster chernobyl thank you for listening
3: i want to see if my plan pans out